Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the clinic. It's open. Doors are open with Joe Still. Joe Still is your host today for the Retirement Clinic from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Joe, good morning and welcome back to the show. Oh, hit your red button. Sorry, we got a little technical. There we go. Good morning, Paul. Great to be here. It works better when the mics are on, right? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Good to have you here, Joe. Um, okay, I'm going to let you set the stage because first off, we're live. That means if people have questions along the way, we will open up phone lines or text. You can text us a question. You have a guest today. We have Aaron Kowal joining us with the Boss Minute for business owners, their savings and security. And I believe we're doing the sexy segment like always as well. Yes, we are. We have a great show planned today. We are very excited to have one of our uh, partners joining the um, radio show today and one of the essential parts of our streamlined retirement process is estate planning. And very, very key when you are putting a comprehensive retirement plan together. And we are uh, lucky to have attorney Amanda Bowen on the show with us today. And she is from uh, the DeWitt Law Firm. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning. How are you? We are doing well. A pleasure to have you on the show. Estate planning encompasses a lot of different areas, Joe. Yes, absolutely. So uh, one of the, as I mentioned before, one of the keys for us and when we put our uh, plans together for our clients is, um, you know, do you have an estate plan? You know, that simple question. And, uh, And a lot of Clients don't when they come to see us, and that's what uh, you know. And, and and why do I need an estate plan? And what are the essential components of an estate plan? And so, what we wanted to do on the show today is to walk through a lot of those questions uh, because we answer those you know on a daily basis with our clients. And um, so, you know, I think in this first segment, um, we want to start with with just asking that simple question. Um, and, and we'll ask it to the expert we have on, on the call today. Uh, Amanda, why do clients need an estate plan and why is that an important part of the retirement planning process? Yeah. So, I mean, estate plan can mean a lot of different things. So when, when I talk to clients about it in a comprehensive estate plan, I'm talking about powers of attorney. I'm talking about wills, trusts. Um, avoiding probate potentially, and tying all of those things together. And so, you know, why do you need an estate plan? Um, one important thing is to make things organized for your loved ones. Sometimes it's really not for you, it's for your loved ones, so that things can be organized um, and efficient after you're gone. Um, the other reason why would be that ties into that is you could easily avoid probate um, and that could also help your loved ones um, be more efficient in administering an estate. Um, And the other part is when we're talking about estate planning, as I mentioned, I'm talking about powers of attorney and healthcare power of attorney, financial power of attorney. Those are documents that you need Um, while you're still alive, but you may be incapacitated. And those are extremely important um, 
you know, some argue more important than a will or a trust, because these are documents that if you get into a car accident or some other type of emergency situation, and you can't speak for yourself or act on your own behalf, then you need someone who can do that for you. And if you don't have powers of attorney, the risk is that you, um, you know, whoever's trying to make these decisions for you would actually have to go through the court system and, and get a guardianship over you. So, you know, those are really important documents and they cease upon death. So then after that, then we're looking at trusts and wills and other things. You know, and uh, Amanda Bowen is our guest. I should mention you're an attorney, Amanda, at DeWitt Law Firm. Is that right in Milwaukee? We are in Brookfield, right by um, Brookfield Square. So we have um, it's our Metro Milwaukee office, and then we also have a Madison office, and we have a Minneapolis office. You know, one of the things, Amanda and Joe, on this show over the years, since 2001, the retirement clinic has been on WISM with Jeff Kowal. He often brings up estate planning or, Joe, the lack thereof. And I'm sure Amanda can speak to many Americans just procrastinate. We don't think we need one. Or we just simply avoid it. Right. And, you know, Amanda talked about a couple of things that I I wrote down here. She talked about making, why do I need an estate plan? Well, you want to make sure that the goals that you have in place for your uh, nest egg and and your loved ones are are followed. And um, a lot of times when we meet with clients, they're not even sure exactly what those goals are because they're so focused on the day to day, you know, getting through, um, you know, the, the work day and just focused on, uh, you know, doing the essential everyday things instead of looking ahead and putting a good plan together. And that's one of the reasons why it makes sense to talk to an attorney like Amanda, to talk to, uh, a financial advisory group, um, and, and those that specialize in retirement, uh, like, us at the Kowal Group to make sure that you put that plan together for um, your retirement, but then also the risk that's there if something happens to you before you had a chance to get that plan together. And that's one of the other major reasons to to have an estate plan in place to account for the unexpected. Amanda, I have heard people say, I'm married, but we don't have kids. We don't need a will or a trust. I have heard bachelors say, I'm single. I'm not married. Why would I need a will or a trust? What would you say to those people? I would say you need one even more than people who are married with kids because, um, you know, their estate then is going to just be left up to what the laws of the state say. And so if if maybe they're okay with that, you know, some people are okay that the first line would go to their parents if their parents are alive, if their parents aren't alive, it would go to siblings and it goes on out from there. But some people probably don't realize that and they might say, oh, well, I, you know, stopped talking to my brother 20 years ago. No way can he get anything. Well, he'll get it. He'll get it if you don't have a, a will or um, a trust or anything else in place. So um, that's one thing I would say, but then the other part of that is the powers of attorney. I mean, everyone needs a power of attorney for healthcare and for finance. Um, really, if you're 18 or older, you should have one. And that's where I think people fall short. I, let's be honest. I've got two daughters, uh, right now, one's married, one's still in college. 
because of a good advice from weekend shows like this, the retirement clinic, we did the healthcare power of attorney at Whitewater where she was a student. I, I think a lot of people, Amanda, don't understand that if their child is over 18, they don't have any decision making uh, if they un- have an unfortunate accident. Yes, that's correct. And we do a lot of um, powers of attorney for kids going off to college um, all the time be- just because of that. And, you know, some kids are going off to, um, you know, different states even. And so they're even further away from from parents being able to get a hold of them or get involved if something happens. And so their powers of attorney are extremely important. Um, you know, I would, if anyone gets anything else out of this today, I would say, you know, it's that if you don't have health care and financial powers of attorney, you need to get them. Excellent. Um, great advice. And then I would just ask the question too, I know we have a few minutes before our first break. Um, Amanda, if you want to talk a little bit about the difference um, between a will and a trust and why do I need a will mm-hmm. as opposed to a trust, I get that question all the time uh, where somebody might have a will that they did 20 years ago. They don't have a trust and and they're asking, you know, do I really need a trust? Um, and so maybe talk a little bit about the will and, and then the trust and the differences. Sure. So... The main difference between having a will and then having a will and a trust is that if you just have a will, most likely your estate will still go through the probate process. Um, And there's some other factors in there that we can maybe get into later. But in general, if you have a will and that's it, then your estate will go through probate for the most part. So if you have a trust with your will, then most likely your estate will avoid probate if you did some other things correctly within the plan. So that's the biggest difference. Um, And so if you do have a trust, then all of the distribution instructions and things that you typically would think of would go into a will are now going to be in the trust document. And so I get the question a lot, like you said, you know, do I actually need a trust? Um, And I have sort of a checklist of things that I go through right away to to see, do we need to be talking about a trust or not? Um, One of the things is, do you have a blended family? You know, I have a lot of clients who have each have children from previous marriages and trusts work great for trying to figure out how to be fair to everyone. Um, The other thing is if you have minor children, a trust can work pretty well for peace of mind. I would say more for parents than anything. Um, if you have minor children to know if something happens to us sooner rather than later, we can um, have the money set in this trust until they get to you know a certain age that would be appropriate for them to, to have control over the money. Um, if you have children with special needs um, and disabilities, trusts, are almost a must for that type of situation. Um, you know, or if you have children, adult children who you just have, you question their responsibility, their maturity, you know, trust can work great for that as well. And then the other two things would be if you own property out of state um, or if you own um, a business, then you would also probably want to be looking at a trust as well. Amanda, 
we got to seek in our first break, but uh, take 20 seconds and try to give this your best estimate on a percentage basis. How many Americans lack the proper estate plan? <laughs> Over 50? I, I would say it's probably, yeah, more than you would think. And But I, I don't have a correct fact on that one, but I would say it's probably way more than you think. As I ask coworkers, friends, family, do you have a trust? Do you have a will? Usually it's, mm, we'll get to that someday. Yeah. And I think we're going right. to get into that also for business owners. Do they need an estate plan? That's all coming up. We've got a sexy segment. We've got the Boss Minute coming up with Aaron Kowal. And Joe, still, before we take a break, you're one of the guys that does market updates for us five days a week on both stations. We're on WIBA and WISN. Absolutely. Um, yep. Two days or two times a day, I should say. Three o'clock, five o'clock news. Also doing the Vicki McKenna show. That's at four o'clock in Madison at WIBA. More information, thekowalway.com. Check out thekowalway.com. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with Joe Still, your host for today's retirement clinic. Our guest, Amanda Brown. She's an attorney talking about estate planning uh, with DeWitt Law. They're located in Brookfield. And I'm Paul Cronforst at News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Small business owners have many things competing for their attention on a daily basis. Oftentimes, they're too busy taking care of everyday items to think about the future. It's estimated that 30% of business owners have no estate plan, and that could be a big problem. If you dream of leaving your business to your family or in the event of your unexpected death, not having an estate plan in place for your business can mean a nightmare for your heirs. To ensure your family is protected and your business is passed down the way you'd like, you'll want to create a comprehensive business estate plan. To get started, you'll want to work with a team of professionals. An attorney and a financial advisor will be able to walk you through the important steps. Typically, you'll start with a will and basic estate plan that states your wishes your power of attorney, and health care directive. From there, you'll plan for taxes to minimize the amount your estate will owe. Put the proper life insurance plan in place, draft a buy-sell agreement, create a succession plan, and have conversations with the affected parties. Once your estate plan is in place, it'll all, it's also important that you update your plan as necessary. Life changes, and your estate plan may need to change with it. If this seems overwhelming, don't worry. As I mentioned before, a team of professionals can help you put your business oh estate God. plan in place and ensure that your wishes are carried out and that your family is protected. If you need help getting started or if there's time to take another look at your estate plan, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040. We're here to help. That is Aaron Kowal. You can also go to thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. We are back on the Retirement Clinic. Welcome, WISN Milwaukee, WIBM Madison, with your host, Joe Still. Also joining us, our guest today is Amanda Bowen. Uh, We're talking estate planning. Uh, Amanda's with DeWitt Law Firm in Brookfield. When you talk about estate planning, Joe, a lot, one word you hear all the time, 
and we're going to get into a discussion on beneficiary designations. You hear the word probate. Yeah, I wanted to explore that a little more uh, because it's it's a key reason why you want to put an estate plan together and have a will combined with a trust for the most part. Um, you know, why do you want to avoid probate? Uh, and that's and, and I'll, I'll let Amanda explain that. But the way I understand it is um, the court determines where your assets go. The court could determine uh, who takes care of your children if something happened to a husband and wife. And the cost of the fees for attorneys to represent you and get all the paperwork in could be significantly higher than the cost of putting a really good estate plan together. Is that correct, Amanda? Yeah, so probate, you know, first of all, probate is not, you know, it's not necessarily the end of the world, but like you said, it can be costly and it typically does cost much more than the putting together the initial documents would. So, but probate is, it's basically the court administered process of an estate. So whether the decedent had a will or no will, you know, it just depends. So if there was a will, it's going to be administered according to the terms of the will. If there is no will, it'll be administered according to um, the state law, the intestacy laws. So the thing about it that most people find frustrating is the time. So, you know, there once you start a probate process, you're you're pretty much locked into the various steps that you now have to take. So there's lots of paperwork, lots of forms, there's deadlines, there's, you know, do this at this time, then do this. And so it's it's this whole process that now you're you're locked into. And it also, you know, gives other uh you know, beneficiaries or um, people who maybe weren't named as beneficiary, it gives them a, a platform to make complaints and um, argue different things. And that's where things can get extremely costly and ugly. Um, so probate, like I said, not the end of the world, but there are definitely downsides to it. It, does, so, it, it is a public record though, right, Amanda? Right. Yep. It is. Yeah. And that, oh, I was going to say, and that that's one of the, the biggest reasons that we put it as part of our streamlined retirement process is just to make sure we review with our client on a regular basis, um, their estate plan, making sure it's updated. Uh, you know, one thing we know for certain in life is there, there's going to be change. And you want to make sure that your retirement plan and that your estate plan are changed appropriately with the changes in your life. Um, And that gets us uh, into the topic of, you know, updating your account titles and beneficiary designations. Um, You know, and let's focus specifically on beneficiary designations. That's one thing that is extremely important in making sure that your assets flow to where you want them to go if something were to happen to you or when you do I guess there's another certainty in life that is death. And so at some point that's going to happen and you want to make sure your assets go um, uh, to where you would like them to go. Correct, Amanda? Right. So beneficiary designations are extremely important in the whole estate planning process because if you are going to go through the exercise and cost of creating a trust, 
then you must also then update beneficiary designations or account titles to then fund the trust upon your death. So that means on your checking in your savings accounts, adding POD, payable on death, beneficiary designations, naming the trust, updating life insurance beneficiary, uh, brokerage accounts, the house, you can either title in the trust or add a transfer on death beneficiary on the house. So, you know, basically what I do at, as, at my last meeting with my clients is we'll go through each asset, um, each account, everything one by one, and I'll give them, you know, my recommendation for here's what we need to do with that account. And when they have a financial advisor that they're working with, that makes their job and my job a heck of a lot easier because then I can then hand that, you know, list of instructions off to the financial advisor and then I know it's going to get done. Um, otherwise, you know, clients, I'm reminding them and telling them to do it, but sometimes they won't make it through the whole list before, you know, something else comes up. So if you don't have your beneficiaries matching your estate plan, the risk is those assets are not going to go according to how you want them to. Um, on the flip side, let's say you don't have a trust, uh, beneficiary designations can be really helpful because whatever has a beneficiary on it will avoid probate and will go direct to that beneficiary. So someone who says, you know, I don't want a trust, I don't need a trust, um, they may or may not even have a will, if they use beneficiary designations, they can still avoid probate. Um, there's some just other risks involved of, of only relying on that, but they still will will get them, you know, at least that far of, of avoiding probate. Now, we've talked about there is a cost to doing a, a trust, Joe. I mean, it does cost some money. I think that cost doesn't compare to the cost that you may have to pay for the the process of probate or all the headaches and all the anxiety that you can't really put a price on. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Amanda brought up a, a great point too. Uh, the time, there is a cost to time and the time it takes to get through that probate process is something you really want to consider uh, because it it literally could be a nightmare. And and if you look at in, in certain tragic tragic situations where somebody passes away unexpectedly, there's tons of emotion in that situation. And having to go through that whole process and try to figure things out in that emotional state is very, very difficult. And that's why we encourage all of our clients to go through this process. And I, I say this to, to clients all the time, I'm not going to bang on the table and say, you need to get this done, but I'm going to have it on our list for every review that we have. And we're, it's going to be on there a couple of times a year when we get together in person. And we're just going to ask, have you made any progress here? You know, and, and we act as a catalyst to, to try to move forward on a lot of these items to, to put that great retirement plan together and, um, and to mitigate risk and, and provide some peace of mind that if something happens to you or, or both you and your spouse, uh, everything's taken care of. Now, this is something at the Kowal Investment Group. You work with attorney Amanda Bowen on things like this with your clients. So they right. come to you and they say, you know, one thing we need to do is a trust. Correct. 
then you work with somebody like uh, uh, Amanda on this. And I don't want to give too much away, but in our sexy segment, which is after the commercial break, we usually focus on wealth management and preservation. Today, we're going to do uh, business owners and their estate plan. Business owners also need an estate plan, Joe. Correct. Uh, when you have individuals with higher net worth that uh, have more complicated situations when you involve a business and ownership of a business and um, passing that business on to children or, or wherever that's going, you know, it, it complicates the situation and they need a more advanced uh, estate plan. And so in our sexy segment today, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Before we break, Amanda, is there anything that you wanted to uh, wrap up with regard to beneficiaries? Did and, and early in the show, too, people tune in sometimes during the middle of the show, miss it. We talked about the difference between a trust and a will. Would that be one of the biggest aspects and the differences, that beneficiary part? Yeah, so if you, if you are not going to have a trust, then beneficiaries become that much more important as far as avoiding probate goes. So if you have, but if you have a trust, they're still important because you want to tie the trust together with those beneficiary designations, but they can be powerful tools for someone with a trust, without a trust, with a will, without a will. Um, Beneficiaries are going to um, take priority over what the documents actually say themselves. Um, And then the other quick thing I want to mention is in Wisconsin, we can take advantage of uh, marital property agreements. So if you're married, Um, You can have a marital property agreement in this state that um, basically has non-probate transfer provision in it um, called a Washington will, and that can also help avoid probate. And so what I will do a lot of times for clients who really don't need a trust is we'll do wills, we'll do a marital property agreement, and then we'll will focus heavily on their beneficiary designation. So a marital property agreement, let me just get this straight. That's for Wisconsin has that, right? We're, I always hear we're a marital property state. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. So we're, so correct. So we're a marital property. So everything for the, you know, for the most part, when you're married is considered um, marital. 50, 50. So there's different. What was that? 50, 50, right? Right. Kind of right. split down the yeah. middle. Right. And so there's different different things you can use a marital property agreement for. Um, you know, they can be used as prenuptial agreements. They can be used to classify assets as individual or marital. Um, and they can also be used to avoid probate. So they're, they do a lot of different jobs. Um, and it just, you know, depends on the client and what their needs are. But that's another great tool that we can use. So after the break, we'll address the business owners aspect for our sexy segment with attorney Amanda Bowen with DeWitt Law Firm in Brookfield. We're talking about estate planning. Amanda, that's your specialty at DeWitt, right? Correct. Yep. I do mostly estate planning, trust and probate administration, and then I also work with businesses. Now, any information on the show that you want to follow up or call you can contact the Kowal Investment Group at 262-522-4040. The website, thekowalway.com. World Headquarters, Joe Still, in Waukesha. You're in a Port Washington. You've got the Madison Middleton office, Phoenix, Arizona. And, of course, the latest in Racine. And uh, the best way to reach you, probably going to the website or just picking up the phone. 
Yeah, picking up the phone, uh, 262-522-4040. If you have any questions on anything you've heard today, um, if you don't have an estate plan, if you need help with retirement planning, uh, we're here to help. And also, Joe, before the show's over, information for Aurora employees. Joe's got some important info that we've been talking about. We'll give you the latest and update you on that as we continue the Retirement Clinic, WISN and WIBA back after this. All right, we're back with the Retirement Clinic. That music, Joe Still, the host of today's Retirement Clinic, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist. Along with Joe, our guest is attorney Amanda Bowen with DeWitt Law in Brookfield. And, you know, this segment, Joe, by way of background, wealth management, preservation. Today's spin, because we're talking about estate planning, is going to talk more along the lines of estate estate plans for business owners, Joe. Yes. Uh, there are, you know, specific items that business owners uh, need to consider um, when putting their estate plan together. Uh, it's a more advanced plan because there are many more considerations that the business owner has than the average person. So, I wanted Amanda to kind of walk through um, some of those, uh, you know, considerations, uh, and maybe we start with the business owner and passing the business on to the kids and how do you set an estate plan up correctly to be able to do that and do it cost effectively when you consider, you know, taxes and things. Right. So, uh, this is usually a big, you know, issue, a concern in the family as well, you know, so it's good to have it, um, well thought out and, um, put into writing. So when transferring, ownership in a business to your children, the key thing is, is most likely it's not going to go to all of the children. You know, let's say there's three kids. Typically, it's only one, maybe two of the children who are already involved in the business and are ready to take it over. So, you know, does the parent sell shares of stock if it's, you know, a corporation to to that child or are they gifting shares along the way and then giving the rest of it upon their death. You know, there's different ways of doing it, but then if you're the child not involved in the business, you're saying, hey, you know, this this kid got all of the these shares of stock all along and is going to get the business. What am I going to get? So there's sort of this um, equalization that you have to do amongst the kids. And not that you have to do it, but that's usually what most parents want to do is they want to come up with the most fair, you know, arrangement. And so, you know, putting that all together in a state plan is really the best answer. And um, documenting maybe there have been prior gifts of, of the business that went to a kid and, and taking that into account and documenting that. And basically, Sometimes that turns into helping the client with getting their um, corporate records in order as well. So making sure that everything is going to be um, clear to everybody involved, efficient, 
um, and, you know, as fair as you can make it. Yeah, and, and I would add to that, one of the things we consider when we're putting a retirement plan together for our clients is risk and how do we mitigate risk and what are those things that, that could throw your plan um, you know, off and, uh, and cause some major issues. And in this particular situation, if you're a business owner and you have not put a really good plan together for your estate uh, with the children and you haven't considered that, what happens when you know, the, the, the CEO, uh, something tragic happens and the, you know, the, the person running the business passes away and then where is that business going? How does it get split up now? Again, as we talked about before, you're the family's in, in a very emotional state and now they have to figure this out and they have to figure out what's going to happen to the business, who's going to run it. Um, and, and so that's why it's extremely important if you're a business owner to, um, put that estate plan together and, and communication is key, uh, you know, to any good relationship and you have to communicate with the, the children and the successors to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Absolutely. Yeah. There's no, no reason why you should keep any of it a secret. That just can make things much worse. Yeah. yeah that communication in a family, that's a dynamic that you got to take care of Joe. The sooner you can get things lined up, the better to get the kids involved. Everybody understands that we're on the same page and there's no surprise. Yeah. You don't plan your death. I mean, it's hard to, you never know when that day is going to come. You said that early in the show. One thing's for certain, we are all going to die. Yeah. And, and then, you know, Paul and I on the break, were just talking about lake properties and, and that's a big one in Wisconsin. A lot of families have lake properties. Um, you don't necessarily have to be a business owner to own a lake property, but what happens to that property uh, when when mom and dad pass away? If you have four kids, where is it going? Yeah, who's the kid who's, that gets it? Who's going to get it? Um, if you don't have that in writing, um, it could be an absolute mess. And and Amanda, I'm sure you've dealt with that a lot. Uh, you know, and talking through you know that a. Uh, uh, a piece of property that a family owns and how do we divvy that up? Well, yeah, a man, is it one thing to say, well, we talked about this at Thanksgiving last year. I thought we were all on the same page. Joe said, get it in writing, even though it's your kids, your family, Joe's right. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you have to get it in writing. And as far as the family cabins go, we see that all the time. I mean, that's extremely common, like you said, in Wisconsin. So, you know, and sometimes it's shared with multiple families, you know, so there might be two different families who went in on a lake house together. So a lot of times people will use LLCs uh, for those properties. They'll even um, use separate trusts or just, um, you know, incorporate what they want into their own trust. But either way, you have to do something to to really describe what's going to happen and um, keep it very organized. Amanda, two weeks ago, my family and I went to a lake home that we just went to. Uh, it was Airbnb, and we rented for a week up in Lakewood, Wisconsin, so near Mountain, you know, up north, as they say. We had a blast. The neighbor yeah. was selling her house. She said, here's some advice, because we were just saying, oh, cool, it would be to have a second home up here. And maybe for affordability, you know, to be practical, you go in on it with our, our sister-in-law who was with us. She goes, never do that. 
We did it in our family, and it created all kinds of chaos. There's bitter relationships over the house, and it can it ruined the relationship. Your comments on that, you just talked about an LLC. Would that be the best route? I mean, it can, it can work. You know, it also comes down to family dynamics and personalities. And, you know, that's probably a whole other topic, right, when you talk about family drama and everything. So some people are probably uh, better suited to work together than others. So, you know, an LLC or a trust are not going to be a magic wand to get rid of all of those other issues. But, you know, definitely having some type of structure around it is going to be better than than nothing. Right. She talked about every detail, even like came down to decorating. You know, if one family got out there in a the weekend and it's, we don't like the choices you made. Why'd you do this? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Then there's a the whole thing. If you want to sell it, one party wants to sell. So you yeah. got to be really careful in business and in life with your family. Estate planning is a huge issue. And Joe, I know we got to break soon. You've got information for Aurora employees coming up, right? Yes, we've run a lot of ads uh, in the last few weeks, um, and wanted to. We, you know, we have Aurora employees, and and we want to know. We want them to know that we're here to help. Uh, the employees are experiencing a change to their retirement savings plan, uh, and we're have been receiving a lot of information about their plan options, uh, and it can feel a bit overwhelming for some employees. Uh, and you know. A lot of times when something's overwhelming, we just push it off. And um, and what we're doing is putting together a, a webinar. We've already had a few. And uh, to help explore those options and, and help those employees go through what the best options are for them. And so we have one coming up on Wednesday, uh, July 29th at 6 p.m. Uh, it'll be about 25 to 30 minutes, so short and sweet, and we'll take questions and just walk through the options for Aurora employees and their uh, retirement savings plan changes. Uh, and if you would like to sign up for that, just either go to our website, thecowallway.com, um, and click on the Aurora homepage banner, or you can call our office at 262-522-4040 and get signed up. Yeah, that website, thecowallway.com, has links to all the social media sites, the Kowal Investment Group on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Also just announced part of the Financial Times Top 400 Advisors and the Barons List. That's uh, an honor for the Kowal Investment Group, the top financial advisor in 2020, every year going back to 2014. Uh, We'll be right back with Joe Still, and we'll get some final comments on estate planning and things you need to know from our guest attorney, Amanda Bowen, with DeWitt Law. They're located in Brookfield. Joe Still is your host. This is the Retirement Clinic, both on WIBA Radio in Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. Back after this. Wrapping up today's Retirement Clinic, just about a minute or two left. We had a busy, busy show and a good show talking about estate planning with attorney Amanda Brown with DeWitt Law in Brookfield and Joe Still, the host, attorney Amanda Bowen. Second time, Amanda, I called you that. Sorry. It's okay. I bet you it's happened before, right? 
It has. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Bowen and Joe Still. I got the names right. Some final recommendations. Yeah, I, I think we've had a very good show today as far as going through the basics of an estate plan. That's what we were trying to accomplish today of, of why do I, I need an estate plan and why is it important? Um, so I wanted Amanda just to wrap up with a, maybe a couple of things that you would recommend um, that people consider um, as far as estate planning goes. Sure. So I would say bottom line is, you know, if whether you have an old estate plan or you do not have anything or you think you're missing some pieces of an estate plan, then contact an attorney and and get started sooner than later. Um, You know, many attorneys, including myself, will take an initial phone call uh, with, you know, no charge to to get you some quick answers and and see, you know, which direction you need to go and then set up a meeting and go on from there. So, you know, that's probably the best advice I can give is just get started sooner than later. Um, don't be afraid of the of the process. It's, you know, not as overwhelming as you might think. Um, and then, you know, talk to your financial advisor and, you know, call Joe and, you know, set up a meeting and go over, your retirement plan and your estate plan at the same time. From a guy who did a trust, I finally got one done for the family. Joe, peace of mind. I know it's done. Yep. Yes, that yes. that's that's huge. You know, and and as Amanda said, um, if you have any questions about, uh, you know, do I need an estate plan? Uh, the the majority of the you know majority of the time it's yes, but uh, give our office a call um, if you have any questions today that came up for Amanda. Visit our website or call our office, and we will set you up with uh, with Amanda to make sure we get those questions answered. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us today. It was a great, uh, I thought, a great show with great information. Thank you for having me. It was great. And, you know, I'm happy to answer questions from anyone. So, um, you know, if they didn't have the chance to call in, then get a hold of Joe and we'll answer their question. Amanda Bowen, thank you so much from DeWitt Law in Brookfield. The best way to reach out, Joe, is calling the Kowal Investment Group, 262-522-4040, or simply go on the website thekowalway.com. Thanks for your time today, Joe Still. Oh, thanks so much. It's great to be here. Good to see you, Paul. And we thank our listeners for tuning in. We're back next week and every Saturday on WISN from 10 to 11 a.m. News is a, coming up next. Stay tuned.